Welcome to the Random Tea American Gods podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season two, episode seven, Treasure of the Sun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> also known as Matt Sweeney's Coda. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the secret I've been not telling you. Yeah. Because I knew it would upset you. Because you know I love him. Yeah. but Daddy, I love him. Yeah. Because in the book, Mad Sweeney actually only shows up twice. When you meet him and when he dies. Jesus. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So he's been living on borrowed time this whole... This whole show. Yeah. <laughs> and bless Pablo Schreibner oh, for he, every second of it. He's too good for this. <sighs> Who, by the way, is going on to be uh i can't remember the master chief i think master chief in the halo series so good on him hope it's good and if you have not seen um what's that movie you haven't you haven't seen the whole show whole movie have you oh no i haven't um it's got him and gerard butler Butler who does not look gerard butlery in it no fuck it hold on no i want to call it hair of the den of thieves den of thieves yeah damn good movie yeah he's so pretty he's so pretty so pretty so yeah um Um, i this isn't what i wanted in his final thing not just in the fact that he died but like i wanted a more of a narrative and this is my standing issue with this show is it's really pretty and it's a lot of really cool visual things but it's not a whole ton of story what I felt like there was a lot of... I wanted I thought, to know more about I, the Grey Monks. I felt like this... Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I felt like this one episode had more story in it than the rest of the episodes this season. I, I agree with you on okay. that. Okay. But you know me. <laughs> I want a little bit more. In comparison... You want to know everything. I know. I do. In comparison to the re- the previous episodes... That is a true, true This is statement. chock full of narrative. Yes. Yes. Um... They do cover Mad Sweeney and his background, and they are very true to the legend of Mad Sweeney. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, there's not there, the reason why it's kind of vague is it's a vague story. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's just it, it's not a phase. It's, it's not who a phase he mom. is. Uh, so you ready to do writer director before we just jump right in? Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. I this was probably my favorite episode. Oh, okay, um, okay. I, I I love the story of Matt Sweeney. I love anything of Celtic, Celtic, Gaelic. Try to say Gaelic. Celtic, which is a new it's which is a new thing. It's a hybrid. Yeah. Um, I love anything to do with that kind of history. Yeah, yeah. Um, be it Ireland Same-sies. or Scotland or that whole uh, Gaelic area of the world, and I enjoyed seeing it all play out on screen. Yeah. Um, and actually getting to know the character of who he is and where he came from. Yeah. And why he is the way that he is and why he does what he does. It gave him some agency for once where all of, all this whole time he's been kind of a mystery wrapped up in an enigma. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed all of this. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought it, like you said, this was more narrative. In comparison to other t- episodes. Yeah, you are, you are correct. It's not saying a lot. Yeah. So. So. Um, so this was directed by uh, Paco uh, Cabezas, um, who also has done relevant to your interest, P- Penny Dreadful, <gasps> which is coming back. Uh, yeah, and uh, Deadly Class. I think he did. One I still, of I Class. still got. I, I want the brain bandwidth to watch Deadly Class. Um, and then it was written by Heather Belson, who is 
a co-exec on this show, Walking Dead season four and five writer, and also Black Sails, which is super <gasps> relevant to your interests. Super relevant. So yeah. Okay, she's someone who can actually dig her dig her teeth into this. Then yeah. I feel like okay. I will say like, um, and I think I mentioned this last episode. Um, we have a lot more women involved in writing and directing, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I counted in like half the episodes this season were directed by women. Um, so like good on this show for getting that number up. Cause it is, it's rare. Um, we do a lot of TV shows and it's rare to get a lady director. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so we start out and, um, my poor boy is just in a bad spot. He's under a, a, a train trestle. True to the true to the book, yeah. This is this is where um, we last. This is where we last see him alive. So he He's made under it to the train Kiro, trestle. Um, and Shadow's walking, and he finds him, and uh, finally gets Sweeney awake. And um, he uh, Shadow says that basically uh, the funeral home was called, and let them know that Sweeney was here. And um, uh, Sweeney does you know some coin tricks, and and he and he's like kind of disgusted. Because he's like, I, all of these, but the only one that matters is in Dead Wife's chest. And, um, and she left. And he's hysterical. And he mentions that the farther away from Laura he gets, the worse his luck gets, which is, which we figured. Yeah, foreshadowing. And, um. Not to be confused with the foreshadow in front of him. No, that was we're suspending. We're going to keep recording, but this is, the friendship is suspended for five minutes. All right, I'm timing you. Not really. Um, <laughs> I can't stay mad at you. Um, and so he sees this, he thinks he sees an ant on his hand. Um, I wasn't sure how much of that was like a metaphor for kind of the DTs, because he he's an alcoholic. And how much of that was like a real ant. I don't think it really mattered. I think it was more the flashback. It's, yeah. It was, it's, it was the beginning of his memory returning. Yeah. And so, um, Shadow's like, so, so where is Laura, by the way? And he's like, I'll tell you for $20. Um, and Shadow fucking gives it to him, which he's also disgusted. This whole, this whole episode is just disgust all around. Um, can you blame them? Not really. Okay. And, um, uh, he thought she might be in Cairo and he tells her that he saw her in New Orleans, but like he thought she was going to come back to shadow so like he doesn't really know where she is and then um then he says he tells shadow that there's a rope around his neck and Mm -hmm. ravens on his shoulders Mm -hmm. and they're just waiting Mm -hmm. and that basically like they're coming for him Mm -hmm. so it's like huh ravens that's that's not good um but like again this is this is what laura's been telling him too like wednesday is nothing but trouble for you Nothing but nothing but bad will come Every from your association. Every person who has talked to Shadow about Wednesday has said, "Get the fuck out!" Oh, don't do it. <laughs> Shadow, no. Shadow, um, yes. yes. Um, so we go to the funeral home, and um, Wednesday's admiring Yggdrasil, and um, he—that's not what the notes say, but you're saying it because you can say it. I am. I'm going to have to reverse suspend friendship. <laughs> Are you unsuspending because of that? Um, so he, he wants to know if his allies will come when he calls. And I'm like, what? There's like four of them. They're all here. It's like, dude. And Mama G. 
and Chernabog, and that's about it. No, um, the only other one that's missing is Jackal, which yeah, which we haven't seen. He which is, Ibis said. I Ibis don't said what he was happened gonna, with that. I don't know because I like him. Is he doing something else? I'll look while you. Because I really like that actor. Um, because we haven't seen him all season. Have no, we? we haven't. All right, let's see if he's doing. I something. thought we would see him by now that he would like show the fuck up and like officially because we saw him in dog form yeah ibis is or, just like excuse me jackal ibis is just like yeah no he's totally he's totally on this he's my life partner and we're, we're good um but uh so yeah and this is when um ibis and the Jin come uh say who will come and uh shadow comes in and the the Jin's like mm, i don't know about bilquis um and wednesday's like no no it's fine you can speak in front of shadow because they kind of clam up a he's little bit he's my eyes and ears um and they're not really on board with Billquist. They don't think that she's really on board with them. They're not wrong. Yeah. She's, I mean, and she's repeatedly been like, I'm here for myself. Um, but she's honest about it. I think she's kind of chosen a side by not really 100% choosing a side, though. She's been palling around with these guys long enough that I could see Mr. World not being, like, happy with that. I can't even find him in the cast list. Yeah, because he was only in, I think he was only in, like, that one episode. I think him and Ibis were only in one episode last year. I could be wrong. Or last year, two years ago. Um, so, uh, Shadow's just like, I just saw Mad Sweeney, and, like, he ain't looking good. And Wednesday's like, you're in the right place, um, because of the funeral home. And so he, uh, he sends out Ibis and the Jin, and he shows, uh, Gungnir to Shadow. Um, still broken in half, cuts a tree, cuts a, cuts a tree, cuts a branch off of Yggdrasil and uses it to like magic magic the spear and it's whole again. And he tosses it to Shadow and he says Okay, that, hold on. I want to stop you right there okay. real quick. So, um, Wednesday utters some words. Yeah. And I... Were you industrious? Googled it. Good for you. I had to rewind... Did God they actually, knows did they how many times. Yes. Okay. Um, I had to rewind it because anytime you paused it, the subtitles would whoop. Yeah, that's got to So change. it took a lot of finagling. Yeah. It, so, because I couldn't find an exact, Yeah. I couldn't just drop it into translate, Google Translate and get a, a, a translate. But there is, it's called the Havamal, H-A-V-A-M-A-L. Okay. Havimal. I don't fucking know. Sayings of the High One. Okay. Possibly Sayings of the One-Eyed. It's Old Norse, uh, possibly partially uh, Icelandic. That's all that same Viking Age era. Okay. Uh, The verses are attributed to Odin. Of course. And they date back so far uh, that it's it's difficult to date it. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of those oral that somebody finally wrote down, like, Hundreds and hundreds of years after it even started. So it has 165 stanzas. Jesus Christ. Uh, and I'm trying to find or Odin, the very whatever your dad's name son was. specific stanza that these words were in. Or Odin Borson. Yeah. Sounds right. Selfer Selfomur. Basically, okay. I just totally butchered that. So the translation of this particular uh, stanza, in stanzas 139 and 140, 
the section of this thing where Odin reveals the origins of the ruins. In stanzas 139 and 140, Odin describes his sacrifice of himself to himself. I know that I hung on a windy tree nine nights long, wounded with a spear dedicated to Odin, myself to myself, on that tree of which no man knows from where its roots run. No bread did they give me, nor drink from a horn. Downwards I peered, I took up the runes. Screaming, I took them, and I fell back from there. I think what he's saying from myself to myself, I think that's yeah. that's the... because it's The only person he's willing way. to sacrifice anything for. Yeah, himself. but you see the way the words are, the translation... Yeah. It doesn't exactly translate yeah. on my phones, but I think what he's saying is myself to myself. So he's taking the branch of the tree yeah. to the branch of the tree because the shaft is made out of you. Yeah. This is just a new one. Yeah. And that's why he was able to whammy it. So I thought that was just really cool. To, and I yeah, that found that cool. on, that's on Wikipedia. That was cool as dicks. Um, and I just, that's some old Norse history that I cool. was not, because I mean, you, you think about old, uh, poetry and stanzas and story, you think Greek, you think the Iliad, right? You don't think of old, that there are old Norse stories out there too. Yeah. Because they, they, they are. Had, yeah. They had a that huge oral tradition. A lot of that predates the Greek. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I don't know about dates, but I know it predates Christianity by like everything, a whole hell of a lot. Everything predates Christianity. Yeah. I'm not sorry, but it's true. If you look at the histories. Um, so he picks it up and he tosses it to Shadow and he's like, you, uh, you know, I've got a big role in the wars that are coming for you. And it isn't, I can't remember if he said it in this or if he said it in the previous episode where it's like, um, if thrown, it will always hit. I think he says it in this episode. And it's always lethal. It never, miss, it never, never misses. misses and it's always, and it's always yeah. It's like, okay. Um, I feel like you could just lob that at Mr. World and we... Be in t- home in time for dinner. We just... Okay, no. Um, so You gotta put them in the same room first. I guess. Okay. Uh, so we go to Tennessee, and um, Laura is at one of Mama G's restaurants. And of course, Mama G's there. And she's like, get the fuck out, dead girl. And Laura's <laughs> like, no! She's so petulant. Um, and Mama G's like, fine, why are you here? Um, and uh, she... Or, well, or Laura wants, Laura, to, know Laura wants she- to know why the fuck Mama G is there. Right. And she's like, I have, there's one of me in, in every uh, diner and da, da 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 And she says that her worshipers are here. And Laura's kind of incredulous to that. And she's like, oh, I have multiple natures. Because like, he talks about Kali the nurturer. I can be the nurturer, but I can all, but like, I see you would recognize me as the destroyer. And she. <laughs> she goes in the whole little, she yeah, got the, 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 the. the the, All the arms and the and I the, think, po- I think the she hand only had pose. a couple arms, but she, the um the head she's holding is, is Laura's. Laura's. Yeah, I saw a picture on set of um Emily with her head. With her head, nice. That is a, like even in just like a cell phone where it's not like the best lighting and the best. That was a fucking realistic ass. Yeah, it head. was. They probably did a cast. That was a really good uh, effect. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cute, and Laura's like, I don't fucking care. Um. <laughs> So, um, I think she does give Mama G a little respect. She I does. She was like, after that, Mama G's like, okay. Like, she kind of gives she's her. She's taken a little aback, yeah. but then Mama G becomes the nurturer. Is like, what can I do to help you? Right. And she's like, I need the blood infused with love. And she's like, that's voodoo. And she's like, yeah, it is. And she's like, the pro- that's, that's your problem is why you need to even take this. And she's not fucking wrong. 
Um, and she's like, you have, she tells her that she has the, uh, power of destruction in her own self. She rec- that's why she recognizes like recognizes like. I mean, yeah, there's, there's that, like, there's yeah. that takeaway from this scene, but I'd like you to consider if you might. Okay. Friendship has been reestablished at this point. I've checked the clock. Okay. What if what she's telling Laura is that she has the power within herself to bring herself back to life? I mean, you could you could see it as that like destroy the the she self has, she is well, now, and she has she has that the coin is literally the power, the literal power. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not saying I agree with that take on it. I'm just saying it could be taken that way. Man, if I was Laura, I'd be pissy too because it's like all these gods are trying to give me fucking advice, and it's like also could you maybe bring me back? Of course not, because Wednesday won't let any of them. That's the thing. Wednesday, Wednesday wants her wanna, dead. Yeah, exactly. And he's the head dude in charge of gods right now, or the old gods right now. Yeah, so it's like... Mm-hmm. Um, he's so, also an asshole. Yeah, he is. In case we haven't picked up on that yet. I love it that then she gives her a tap. <laughs> so it's like, I was bitch, hope- you're not getting this for free. So I was hoping something was written on it to give her a clue to something, but also the fact that it's the bill is way better. Yeah, it was great. It was like... But, you know, it's, that's a trope where uh-huh. they blah, 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 blah. We're going to clash head, clash heads. Here's the, here's the thing you're asking for yeah. on this piece of paper. Yeah. It's a trope. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to do that. It's going to lead her somewhere. Nope, nope, nope. That, that's so too, just then, a bill. Nope. That's even better. Um, so we see Laura trying to hitch a ride. Um, she sees Shadow's Light in the at far least distance. They, at least they brought that back. Yeah. Because I think at this point in the show, people, casuals, yeah. would have forgotten about that. Yeah. And so she gets a ride. Um, so we get- the driver of the van is a woman. Oh, I didn't notice that. When she drops her off. Okay. You can tell very clearly that it's a woman. Also, and that makes like, me happy. Like Laura fucking needs to worry about protecting herself. I mean, you're, I mean, I know. But, but yes. Yes. They but didn't make it creepy. Somehow it made it less creepy. Mm-hmm. Because, again, speaking of tropes. Yeah. The creepy guy picking up the woman off the side of the road. Yeah. But when you, you see when they, when she, she drops her off. Also, my God, this dress and these combat boots. This is the most 90s my thing brand. I have ever seen. So Nirvana. Yeah. My brand. Yeah. It's like, I'm God, stuck Laura, 1994 in the 90s. called. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, um. My, so- my prime was 94. Okay. Okay. I was 11. So. Finger gun. <sighs> Bear, 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 bear. I was 21. Yeah, because we're 10 or 11 apart. Depending, depending on what day it is. Uh, so, yeah. So, we go to Matt Sweeney, and he wakes up in the funeral home. Or he walks up to it, um, and he sees oh, there we go. I found my these place. women mourning. Um, and... He blinks or something? He, and then they yeah, just go... and like, they get kind of like woogly. <laughs> Wispy. And... Again, this is one of those things that it's just like, are you just like in withdrawal or still kind of drunk from last night? Or like, are you legit seeing stuff? Um, Because nobody like pays him any mind. Um, And he's like, oh shit, they're Banshee. Um, And uh, Salim lets lets, uh, Sweeney in. And Salim, who is just the most precious of pancakes. um, And he's like, can you hear the the wailing? And he's like, yeah, we're in a funeral home. (laughs) There are mourning people. Did you notice all the black clothing? Um, and you know uh, where you are. Sweeney just wants to know where, where Wednesday is and, of course, walks away and is really rude to Salim. So, of course, Banshees are Irish. Of course, yes. Um, 
Female spirit in Irish mythology who heralds the death of a family member, usually usually by wailing, shrieking, or keening. So they, now, a lot like of it's, it's a it's a <clears throat> it is a great misconception that banshees kill. No, they're they do not. not kill at all. They are just they harbingers. Yeah, um, like a, a raven or a crow is a harb- harbinger of, of right. death. Uh, what was the grim? Harry Potter. There's the Grimm and Harry Potter, but I was thinking there's the Stephen King book. Where's the one that where they're at the airport and like reality is disappearing because the things are eating everything. Tom. Langoliers. Oh, that one. Okay. I was like, Tommy Knockers. That was the aliens. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so we go to the chapel and Billquist is still there. Apparently they're all just living in this funeral home. Billquist in that dress. Oh my God. That was the- Hot. With the like vaguely cross like, I was thing, not vague. But also, yeah, I was not vague. And she's, I'm like, but the slits up the legs. Yes, she's like, she's. It's like I know your words are Jesusy, I'm, but like, I'm just gonna say she fucked that entire room entire that room. night. Yes, that night. she did. All at the same time, she starts talking about the sacred gift. Of they're the all gone. They're all fucked. All Every fucked. one of them. <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know if she's evolving and she doesn't need to do that anymore because she gets the Oh, the come intense, on. Come like, on. The way, I don't know. The way or she Or they just was, don't want to show that anymore. The way she... I don't think it's necessary. If they did, I'd be like, oh, God, please. Yeah. I'm tired of this. I'm tired. Um, but she seduced the entire Yeah, she room. fucking did. And so, uh, yeah. She Matt gives, Sweeney is not affected. No. She gives a sermon and uh, love. And I mean, the flesh I got turned on. I'm just hell saying. yeah. And so, um, that was hot. When it's over, Bilquis tells Matt Sweeney that uh, that she's adapting. That's what made me think maybe this is she doesn't need to consume bodies up her up her vajayjay. Woohoo! Um, and uh, but she does just for fun. Maybe still, yeah. Um, and so she says that she's heard stories of Sweeney, and he's like, ah, it's all crap. Um, I don't remember most of it. And Bilquis looks at him and she's like, I'm not going to like have you, um, but, uh, I will have your confession. And it's like, okay, that's kind of a new MO, but all right. Um, she's taking this priest thing. And Sweeney starts telling her about this girl that he was fucking. Um, and she had the sight and she told his fortune and she said he'd be undone and abandoned West of the Sunrise. Something about a, a a woman in her baubles. Yeah. Was mentioned, which is like, oh, Laura. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, lots yeah, of, yeah, lots yeah. Of, lots of booby fondling. Lots of booby fondling. That's, that's Mad and Sweeney's he word. It boobies. Yeah. I was like, He's, what are you, 11? I would have given him 12. Boobies. I would have said 12. I was like, Jesus woman. Boobies. Yeah, but what I wouldn't give to be that actress. Jesus I'm Christ, just I know. Saying. I know, right? Like, I know it had to be super awkward, but also, goddamn. Goddamn. So, yeah, so he says that, like, um, he was diminished um, by, as he, he was made small as a leprechaun, and he was killed, um, which. Immediately, I was like, oh, Christianity came and devalued you. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and which is a, a known thing, especially, I mean, well. Oh, Europe. any of the Celtic and old gods. Yeah, nor, it happened in it happened in many cultures. Um, and so he, he says that he doesn't really remember what the real truth is. Because she said, because uh, Bilqua says, well, I heard you had a wife. And I was like, okay. 
Then we see Sweeney wake up and Vilquis is gone and it's nighttime. And he goes uh, and he finds Wednesday in in the, I think it was the conservatory um, that they're kind of using as like spear workshop. Um, That's where Yggdrasil is. Yeah. And so Wednesday's like, hey, buddy. And um, Sweeney quits. I'm not your man anymore. You can go fuck yourself. Fuck this shit. I'm out. Um, And uh, Wednesday's like, I'm sorry. We still have a contract that you have not fulfilled. You owe me. And so Sweeney's like, no, you owe me because Laura stole my coin. And that was you or something. And um, Wednesday asks him, why can't, why don't you just take it? Why don't you just take it? And he's like, it has to be given voluntarily. And um, Wednesday starts to needle him about Laura. A little bit. Um, Which, let's be real, he caught feelings. We all know he caught feelings. He did. Um, and I kind of think she did too. Uh, but he, Sweeney doesn't No, wanna... she's carrying his body out at the end of the episode because she hated him. Yeah. Well, she did kind of also frenemy, hate him. Frenemy. But, you know, also fucked him. Um. I wasn't on purpose. Wasn't it though? No, I don't think it was on her part. Eh, could be. Um, so Sweeney just is like, no, fuck that. And Wednesday's like, okay, so are you going to renege on our deal? And, um. He says that basically, like you're you're in my hands now, and he's like, "You need to take care of Laura before you leave." That was the deal. I'm guessing that was the big. Yeah, that like, was that was the errand that Wednesday gave Sweeney to do was to take out the wife. That, that was the one fulfilled. errand, and technically, he has not fulfilled it by the letter of the law. Though he did, I mean, he did briefly. She was dead for a good little while before she the coin was. hit the... That's on, this is on Shadow. Shadow did this. Exactly. So, like... But Sweeney gave his coin to Shadow, which caused Laura to come back. Right. So, cause and effect. In Wednesday's eyes. I know. In Wednesday's eyes. Plus, he's always going to try to get something. Um, so, we see Laura very briefly looking out the window of a van as she's driving toward Cairo. Um, Sweeney leaves the funeral home. Of course, he's drinking. Um, and he sees, he sees the women outside again. Um, and he screams at them and tells them that he knows who they are and, um, punches his, the bottle. Like, really? Then we see the ants again and it's just sad. Um, then the ants turn into what must be a memory Mm -hmm. of Sweeney, uh, scraping ants out of the tree and eating them. And he sees, uh, this woman cause he's kind of like almost feral. Yes. And this woman he, in this, this... This right here is Mad Sweeney. Yeah. This is him as actual crazy insane right. Mad Sweeney. Um, not just, ha ha ha, he's mad. Um, and so he sees this woman and this child, and, and they're they're dressed humbly, but they're dressed in a manner that you wouldn't go, okay, he's not a cave person. Like, it's not... We've not gone that far back. And she's like, oh, I'm your wife, and this is your daughter, and she's having to remind him. Mm-hmm. And... um. That and she tells the little girl, like, remember, your dad's not all there. And he, um, he's kind of bewildered for from it. And they, they kind of come to take care of him a little bit. Um, and uh, they bring him food, and he kind of gets flashes. And he's like, Why are you dressed like that? The last time I saw you, you were wearing that yellow dress. And she's like, We lost that when we lost the war because you abandoned us mm-hmm. and you fled and says something about the curse of the gray monks mm-hmm. and all of this is for lack of a better way to say it canon 
Yeah. Not to the book. Yeah. Per se, but to the character of Mad Sweeney. Mad Sweeney, the the legend yeah. of Mad Sweeney. His wife was in fact named uh Erwin. Uh-huh. Uh Moria was not a named child, it was a location. Yeah. The battle. I, I looked into it a little bit. Uh so, well the battle was at Magrath. Yeah. But it was near uh Moria. Moira. So I mean Moria, that's what I said. Uh-huh. But I mean these histories date back so far and they're so overlapping because yeah like we said talked about earlier near okay the battle of magrath which is near modern moria yeah uh 637 a.d yeah that's how old that's a good little while ago these histories go and if you just google mad sweeney you'll find his wikipedia page it's a really interesting read yeah it is and it is almost word for word what we see in the show yeah um, so he goes into a rage and, uh, they run off and it's, it's sad. Cause he's mad. Cause he's mad. Um, so we go to Salim who sits down next to Mad Sweeney and he's like, he tells him I'm here because of the gin and, um, the gin's here because he owes Wednesday and Sweeney's like, okay, but there be banshees. But he's like, yeah, but the banshees. And, um, Nobody's he says, listening. uh, Salim can just leave. Just leave. I, I can't. The gin can't. But just fucking go. And um, and Salim's like, no. Uh, he says just because, you know, uh, he he says that just because, um, you know, the gin's tied there, he's going to stay too because he would do the same for him. Um, no, Sweeney asked him. Sweeney asked him that. And he's like, uh, love. The power of love. Um, and he's like, I can't, I, like, I really like Celine, but I also thought it was really kind of. Arrogant. Arrogant to say, I can't explain love to you if you've never felt it. And he's like, bitch, I've felt it. He's assuming Mad Sweeney's never felt love. He can, I don't think Celine has fully grasped. Who's what com- is happening here? Who, and whose company he is keeping. Yeah. Mad Sweeney isn't some, some 30, errand boy. 30, 40 something year old man. Yeah. He is in fact a God who is hundreds upon hundreds of years yeah. old and has lived lifetime upon lifetime. Yeah. And, and has like, loved and lost. Buddy, there's a reason for that crusty ass exterior. I know. Um, and so I, th- I thought that was like, again, it shows Salim's the naive human. He really is, and I think it's. I think Salim, if nothing else, is a great contrast between um, the gods and the humans that Shadow has never been able to accomplish. Yeah, sadly, Shadow, even though he's the main character of this, is really the weakest link. Yeah, in the show. And well, they've shown that they've you know gone after him repeatedly. Um, and but I mean, as a character, he's the yeah. weakest link. Yeah. Um, and so Sweeney starts to tell Salim that he's he's remembering again. So we see another memory, and it's presumably earlier because he has clothes on. Um, and she has the yellow dress with the red. He has the yellow dress, yeah. And uh, they're walking through the forest. Scooping out the field mice. And bopping them on the head. Yeah. Um, yeah, little bunny foo-foo. Um, and she's trying to reason with him. And he's like, no, 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 no. And she's like, no, but really... <laughs> I'm pregnant, like, just make friends. And he's like, no. Because um, she's, she's uh, saying that um, the gray monks are coming. Change is inevitable. And he hates them. He's like, no, they're a pestilence. And she's like, 
be that as it may, we have to have allies. I think I read somewhere the, the bells are tolling. And I think I read somewhere that yeah. the bells tolling added to his madness. Yeah. They kind of set him off. You can tell. Because mm-hmm. he's he looks like an ass hair away from agreeing with her. And then the bells start bells tolling. Tr- and then he and goes it, off. Yeah. He lo- it, the madness begins. And yeah. um, she says, because she's very pregnant. Um, and she's, she's like, you've got to, you've got to do it for us. And, um, he's like, I can't, I can't understand. Ah, I can't hear you. Um, and, uh, she just, she's just like, listen, I just want a life with you. Let, let, you know, don't sabotage this. And, um, he, uh, again, the bells toll and he starts ranting about how they're poisoning the lands and the, you know, the churches cannot stay. The thing is, he's not wrong. He's, that's the thing. It's, he's not wrong. This is part of Christianity taking over, um, the paganistic. And that's the thing. Lands. The, it's funny cause you can, you can look at it from a very American God's standpoint of, I bet the gods that went along to get along are the saints now. But oh, the yeah, ones, sure. But the ones that didn't Absolutely. are the Mad Sweeney's that were relegated to leprechauns, grumpkins, snarks, <laughs> uh, you know, the, just Unicorns, the creatures. Fairies, yeah. which a leprechaun is considered a fairy. Right. Uh, um, just yeah, the fae folk in general. The fae folk, yeah. And evil. Because and- we saw that with, um, what's her name, that Laura played, Tr- I'm call mm. it Tr- not Trelawney, that's Nessie? Harry Potter. Ness- yeah. Was it Nessie or Molly no. McGowan? Somebody McGowan? It was McGowan. Tressie. No? No, I don't think so. Whatever her name was. Yeah, Which that's McGowan. But that was, I mean, she was always one of my favorite stories because, of course, again, yeah, it goes back to the Fae folk and the, and the Gaelic yeah. and the, the, the Celtic. Yeah. All those traditions have always been fascinating to me. If you would have played nice, there'd probably be a St. Sweeney or something, you know, but he oh, didn't. Oh, yeah, but no. Clearly. Um, clearly. But what uh, what happened in in the story is he goes to and he confronts this monk and he throws uh, something in the river or something and then the priest uh, curses, curses him. him and this is where he become that's how he becomes yeah because uh, we see him running mad, mad 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 we see him running and I think at that point he's lost his crown he's still in his uh, battle fatigues uh, well he was still in the nice uh, oh, the, outfit the wasn't he like the doublet. velvet kind of yeah. And then he comes to the battle, and he sees it, and um, this is when Laura starts to get mixed in, so at this point you're yeah, just memories like... memories are weird. Memories are weird. Um, he drops his spear, and he walks away um, from the whole memory, even. Um, and his sanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go... Sweeney wakes up, and he hears Bilquis... Um, say that like kind of whispered that that's not what you told me earlier and he's like oh fuck salim's gone um and he goes inside to wash up and he sees a uh, shadow in his room uh with gungnir and well okay okay one of the many problems anytime shadow shows up why the fuck would you just be sitting there on the side of your bed caressing this nasty old spear because it's a cool weapon Listen, if there were two of them, we'd be playing lightsaber, and you fucking know it. Yeah, you're right. If, only if there were two of them. Yeah. Um, and so, um, Sweeney's like, pro tip, don't let your wife near Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> and Shadow's like, what the fuck do you care? And he's like, get warning out. you. Get out. Get out. 
Um, and so Sweeney says, he, he tells him like, you feel good. You feel good. You're, everything's good. You're in his favor. He tells you stuff. Um, but in a second you'll be tossed aside. Yep. Like I was. Um, and he's, he's like, you're, you're just not working for him. Like you don't understand what deal you've made. You're his bitch now. And Shadow's like, oh, and it's like, no baby, you've, you've committed like several times. Um, he drank the mead. And, uh, so Sweeney says, he tells him about the, the coins that he can take from the horde. Um, and, uh, all he has to do is think about it. So this is the coin trick he showed Shadow back in the crocodile bar back Except in season one. He does it with Shadow's coin. The silver coin. And Shadow's I like, bring it back! If, if, yeah, there's... I, it took me a second to realize... It wasn't until it disappeared that I realized it what wasn't. coin it was. Yes. It was yeah, the he, coin. Because he picks it up off the, off the bedside table. Why the fuck was that sitting on the bedside table? <sighs> Shadow's still too trusting. You um, put that in your bra. I know, right? And so he, uh, Shadow's like, bring it back. And Sweeney's like, listen. He's like, promise me something and then I'll give it back. And he's like, I can't, what, what, what do you mean? Like, I can't. What do you, what do you want? That. What, do, what you do you want? And he's like, uh, he has him hear the banshees or the old lady screaming. Um, and says, somebody's going to die soon. Why does nobody believe the Banshee? I know. He's like, somebody's going to die soon. And when that happens, you don't get in the way. Promise me that. He gives him his coin. Or he shows him his coin. And Shadow's like, all right, fine. He gives him his coin back. You know Shadow was not, at the, even in that moment, you knew Shadow was not going to keep his promise. Yeah. And so he's like, okay. Um, and he's like, we're not all heroes. So we go to, uh, Ibis at his desk and, um, he's writing, uh, a story and Sweeney comes in, takes one of his beers, which if, I mean, everybody should be surprised, you know, that Sweeney takes alcohol. Um, and, uh, Ibis tells him that he's like, uh, you know, he kind of warns him that stories are kind of like not a hundred percent the truth. They make a good story. And I like, I'm writing yours, your earliest one. And Sweeney's like, okay. Um, and we go back real far. Um, as the gods came to Ireland and, um, we see like a flash of battle. And, um, this is when, you know, we get the, in case you didn't get it before the church is what turned them into, uh, fairies, fairies and-, and dead Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ibis, uh, you know, agrees that he's like, no, no, you're not Wednesday's bitch. Um, and, uh, he's like, no, the, the story I'm writing <laughs> is about love and the ancient gods and da, 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 da. And Ibis is, man, he's a salesman. He always has been. He really is. And he's kind of a chameleon too. Um, and so he tells, uh, he's very, um, he gives flattering. Them, no, the word I'm looking at, not is it plaintive? He gives what gives what you gives Placate? what you want. Placates. Yeah, and he's like, oh Keeps yeah, the, he's a peacekeeper. He um, he says, you know, I I heard, uh, you know, that you were a god king and and you you fought the Fomorians with your spear and your skill and and um, you were uh, you, he killed his grandfather. Okay, Who now was that's one eyed. All right, hold up. That's a totally different story. Okay, that is the story of Lou 
L-U-G-H. Okay. And uh, he, Baylor uh, was, it was foretold that one of Baylor's grandchildren would kill him. And so he killed all of his grandkids. Yeah, yeah. Except one. And that bitch killed him. And that bitch killed him. Um, so that's so Greek too. Like that's a very common thing you'd you'd hear in Greek so, mythology as well. But um, Lou, if you're familiar at all with the pagan holidays, um, there is a uh, okay. So there are eight. Yeah, the solstices and the and the equinoxes. Yeah. So you've got four uh, solstice. Four, yeah, so you've got four. There's the, 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 the whatchamacallits and the cross whatchamacallits. I can't remember what they're yeah. called right this second. Um, so then you've got Yule, Samhain, um, Mayday, Mayday, uh, but Lunasa, mm-hmm. L-U-G-H, Lunasa. Oh, is, not to be confused with Lunesta, which is something completely different. Which is celebrated in late summer is the first harvest Okay. Of the because if you if you if you know anything about the the pagan holidays, it's all it's all related to the seasons. It's and all the about earth and the yeah. It's all about the in the in the winter the sun Sam dies. The, Samhain's the final harvest. Samhain is the, the final harvest and is the death of the pagan god who is reborn at Yule, where the days start getting longer as the sun is reborn and the days get longer. There's more sun and it's all very so it only very makes the sense seasons. That they would celebrate both the first harvest and the last harvest. They celebrate the first harvest as a middle harvest. There's a final harvest. Harvest uh, May Day is all about fucking. Yeah, the the Maypole is a giant dick. It really, it, taught me that it is. It is yeah. a giant penis, and it's all about uh, procreating the species and, and fertility yeah. rituals yeah. and rights. Not because spring is coming. Yeah. So basically, they want <laughs> spring ain't the only thing coming. But you want your crops to grow, right? So the earth is fertilizing. Because you have to, you have to be able to harvest in the winter. It's all very tied together. Yeah. So that's where uh, Lunasa comes from, and it is uh, Irish. So they bastardized that to put Sweeney in it. A little bit, but he, but uh, is portrayed as a warrior, a king, and a master craftsman, associated with high levels of skill and mastery in multiple disciplines, including the arts, the law, and therefore rightful kingship. Associated with the harvest festival of Lunasa, which bears his name, he corresponds to the pan. Celtic god Lugus and his Welsh counterpart, blah, 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 blah. It, that kind of goes along with the picture they paint of Sweeney is that he was this, he wasn't just a king. He was, you know, they, they rattle off all these things that he is. And I think artist is one of them. And like, he's this mm-hmm. great dude. He's not just like some. Well, random. his grandfather was a tyrant. Yeah. Yeah. So he also, uh, Lou has several magical possessions. He wields an unstoppable fiery, Spear. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. So I can see how closely they can relate this to um, Matt Sweeney, who has a Celtic name that I'm going to butcher if I ever try to say it. Yeah, I saw I that. think back in season one, we yeah. tried to talk about him. Yeah. Um, um, but, but also, I'm, I'm, I'm loving all of this. I got shades of this is Irish Odin. He was one-eyed. I mean, you're not I'd wrong. Ask, no, 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 no. You're we, not wrong. Because we've mentioned before that, like, was Baylor Zeus and Odin and all these alpha male at the at the head of the yes. of their pantheon are basically the same dude. Um, so this felt to me like it was basically like Irish Odin, and it kind of gives another layer to why Mad Sweeney might hate Wednesday even more than he would otherwise. Um, 
And so... Uh, Baylor is described as a giant with an eye that wreaks destruction when opened. He sounds actually more like a... Um, fuck. Later, folklore says he that he ha- only has one eye. Kronos, actually. Yeah, he has a single eye in his forehead. Yeah, so you're you're talking like Titan. Yeah, Titan. Level. Thank you. That was the word I my brain was just not supplying. Um, but yeah, I I just noticed that I was like, hmm, he's one eyed too. Um, oh yeah, that's totally a a correlation that they've yeah. drawn in the show, and you were supposed to pick up on that. Yeah. Um, and also, give me some more Irish history. Thank you. God. Also, that battle was pretty. That was so some pretty. Beautiful. Is this work. the one where he's in the pike blue? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, slow mo and the and you see the drops That's of when rain. That's what you saw in the trailers. Yes. Oh my god, it's so pretty. Um, I wanted more of this, but maybe not in maybe it's, as slow motion. Is it pike? Is that what they're called? Am I saying it right? Pike. Pike is a fish. Yeah. What are you uh, What are you hunting for? The the p- guys picks. who wore the picks. The picks. Picks. Yeah, um, the guys who wore the blue paint. That's what I'm the, talking about. When it said that he fought the Fomorians, the Fomorians come up over and over again as like yeah, that's the Baylor, bad people. Baylor they were was the, a Fomorian. Right, yeah. they were mm-hmm. the bad giants and, and everything like that. Although the Picts are Scottish. Okay. That's what you're thinking of, though. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking Sometimes of known Picts. as Wodes because of the Wode blue. Whoa. Um, so, yeah. So we, see, yeah, it was, it, was, it was Woe. It was Woe. Uh, Sweeney's like, no, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. Stop it. Stop writing. Um, and uh, this is when, again, we get, in case you didn't get the parallel, we're going to hit you in the face with it. <laughs> we see Wednesday is the one that he killed. Um, and Ibis tells him that, oh, no, no, no. Stories are truer than truth. Um, it's that old adage of, like, history is, is what the winners get to tell. Um, the lie that winners get to tell, that kind of thing. And Sweeney... Well, yeah, the history is written by the by the, the, by the winners, yeah. not the losers. Um, and so Sweeney gives him the $20. And he's like, I don't, uh, you know, uh, he says, I don't need it. Um, it's for all the go. all your beer I've been drinking. Yeah. Which I thought was very nice of him. Well, that one nice thing. He's a terrible, reprehensible human. Well, not a human, but, you know. Daddy, I love him. Oh, you're not wrong. Okay. He's horrible, but I love him. Um, as long as we're clear on this fact. And Ibis immediately, who, you know, deals with death all the time and is like, <clears throat> oh, what are you, are you not, th- are you thinking about tomorrow? And he's like, none of your business. And he leaves. So yeah, Ibis so, immediately picked up on. no. Yeah. Um, that was your answer. Uh, so the van drops Laura off outside of Cairo. And this is where you see that it is, I, I, I saw. Yeah. That it was a woman that dropped off because I, through the whole, through her 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 hitchhiking, her getting you were like, up, are we gonna get a weird attack off. scene? Like, oh God, we're gonna get that. Ugh. Yeah, that well, not really even squicky. the attack scene, but as a woman, it's squicky. It's squicky, but it was a woman in the driver's seat, and I was like, you know what? That was an awesome choice. But we have a female director, don't we? No, not female this one. writer. Writer, yeah, that still works. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. Um, so we go back to the conservatory with Yggdrasil in the background. With the candlestick. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Wednesday offers a toast. And uh, apparently, uh, as you do with funerals, uh, there's food. Because I think we, we saw him earlier eating potato salad with uh, Shadow. Um, and he's like, oh, we've got all this food. And, uh, you know, he toasts to, to them, you know, joining him in the coming war. And... Um, Ibis and Salim kind of decline and 
Salim, they don't toast in their culture. Yeah, and Salim, for very different reasons. Ibis does it from a very ancient reason, and Salim is uh, is a practicing Muslim. Um, and so, uh, but they're like, but cool. Um, <laughs> I, I'd say he's a master Muslim. I don't think he's practicing anymore. I think he's master. Okay, you're look. You're giving me that look. Are you, are you disappointed? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm disappointed in myself more for saying that and not <laughs> anticipating what you were going to say. Um, so Wednesday's like, it's kind of our last supper, um, which, you know, let's push Mad Sweeney's buttons with the Christian stuff. Um, Mad Sweeney comes in and he's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't invited, you bitch. Um, and Salim, who is again a precious pancake, is like, oh, you can sit here. He is too precious for this world. He is. He's too precious for this fucking group. That's for damn sure. Um, and he's like, he's like, oh, well, you know, he's like, uh, or, um, Mad Sweeney's like, oh, don't eat their food because now you owe them. You don't, it's the fairies. You don't eat the you fairies. You eat the fairies' food. food. You do not that eat is the fairies' a, that food. That is a fucking rule. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually was a rule from Greek, uh, Underworld as well. That's oh, what nice. doomed uh, Persephone to half a year. In it was the, the damn pomegranate. It was, was the pomegranate seeds. Damn it. Six seeds. And so six months out of the year, she has to live in the underworld. I still adore her. Don't eat the food. Um, so, yeah. Um, and so he says that he's, again, he goes back to the whole, I don't owe you anymore. Like Sweeney goes on a rant. Um, and he very purposely looks at Shadow. I think he puts his back to Wednesday at that point, too. And he says, don't get in the way. And he reaches for the spear. And As we know, Mad Sweeney is very talented with said spear. Yeah. Just pointing that out. God, yeah, they made it like his weapon of choice. In case you didn't <laughs> notice how much in your uh-huh. face that was. <laughs> um, spear. And so Shadow grabs penis. it. I mean, yeah. spear. No, penis. You're penis. right. Uh, Shadow grabs it and they start to tussle. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, uh, they did. They, they, everybody else clears the room. Except for the three of them. Well, there's there's a lot of should we go, shouldn't we go, should we stay, what do we do? And they're like, nope, just get the fuck out. Yeah, what is happening? Um, Sweeney tries to remind Shadow again that he promised. Um, I think Bilquist is like, but I was hungry. Yeah, but there's food. Um, Wednesday's watching and he's like, yeah, well, we all make promises, bitch. And Sweeney's like, my debt's canceled to you because you ate the Banshee's food. And it's just like, I'm not sure how this works, but because, I don't know that that's it. Because he's a leprechaun and leprechaun's a fairy. That's true. So he made another fairy deal. Yeah, he did. He ma- you made another you deal. Make, yeah. You made another deal with another fairy. It cancels yeah. this one out. That was the logic I picked up on. Yeah. And I'm like, it was ah. a little on the nose, but I don't care. And that's the thing. I don't know how much of that would have to be Wednesday agreeing that that was the thing. Or if Wednesday could be like, fuck you, you still owe me. <laughs> Wednesday's going to be fuck you, you still owe yeah. me. Yeah. And so, um. I don't know if he has the power to say that, though. That's my kind of question. He doesn't care if he has the power to say it or magic. not. Um, so he, uh, he's like, put the spear down and leave. And Shadow's like, no. Because Shadow's fucking hard-headed. So they fight. Shadow, no. They fight while fucking Wednesday eats. Um, I mean, but food. And they start fighting. Like, it's not just tussling for the spear. They start fucking fighting. So, if you remember, if you recall in season one, Matt Sweeney kicked his ass. Matt Sweeney loves him a good fight. He does. Oh, and I think we might have kind of glossed over this over, during the episode, but Sweeney keeps saying to Wednesday, and we have, I think we, we kept saying, you owe me a battle. Mm-hmm. Or some, there's, owe, a, yeah, there's he, a battle. Because of the battle he ran out on. Right. 
he, he Wednesday promised him a battle if, to like in return himself in return for killing Laura. That's my understanding. Of it. But yeah, it's, you owe me a battle. Well, he got his battle. Yeah, I think. and I think this. But is, he's in a weakened state, which is right. why Shadow's able to get hits in on him. And this is where he. I think this is where he does the bloody smile, and it's just a bit of fun. And I was just like, that <sighs> should not be attractive. And yet here we are. <laughs> um, and uh, they start kind of trading insults, and he As tells you him, do. he tells them that like Wednesday's been lying to you. He's the one that like Sweeney killed Laura on Wednesday's orders. Yeah. Um. He's like, you're being used, and he's like, get out while you can. And Shadow's like, no, because of course it's Shadow. Um. And Sweeney again, he he goes low. He's like, I fucked Laura in New Orleans, and um, Shadow gets one more good punch. He asks Wednesday if any of it's true, and uh, before Wednesday can really answer, Sweeney grabs Gungnir and charges. Shadow grabs it, and it kind of—it was a really okay. cool little maneuver. It was actually visually, of all the visual effects they do in the show, a lot of it's so drama, baby. Um, and I know we've had complaints about Ooh, the symbolism's lost in you guys. You know what? Fuck you. Um, a lot of this is just so over the top it's too it's it's too much too symbol much. it's too symbol and not enough substance for me most of the time not enough plot yeah yeah uh but this particular move was pretty cool it was really this like, was like john wick level of, and i watched it a couple times you could see shadow wasn't he was just trying to take the spear out of play and and, and then he, he twists over, yeah because he's he's rolling because he falls and it's a long ass fucking spear it is it's and because he's rolling with it to not fall on it or something mm-hmm. and it just and the whole time you're and going just, you know what's you know gonna what's, happen and it just penetrates goes straight through uh Sweeney's mid midsection and um he apologizes he apologizes. Um, and, uh, Sweeney says he owes him a coin and Wednesday's like, oh, it's a waste. And, and I would have given you this battle. Right. And, um, and Sweeney says that Wednesday was always his battle. Again, we go back to the whole, oh, I killed, you killed Odin or was it your grandfather? Or the battle against the gray monk. Uh, and. even goes back all the way to the gray monk who cursed him. Right. And, um, he, he turns Gungnir into coins and then they're gone. You know what happened to the spear? Yeah. It's, it's in, in the, the hoard. hoard. And he's like, it's the sun tre- sun's treasure now, bitch. And with, as he's flicking him off with both hands, and then he fi- he dies. and he's, That's he, such a trope, but I don't care. And his last words are that he used to be a king. Because, of course, the spear is gone, but, like, it's already done its work. Oh, it's done its damage, yeah. So. Um, and that's the end of our episode. So the episode closes with uh, a folk song in the Pines, which caught me off guard because I actually heard a, um, it's not an article when you hear it on the radio. No. What's it called? A piece yeah. on the radio. Um, I think it was driving across town one day recently. Mm-hmm. I think it was last weekend when I was driving across town. Uh, an entire segment on this song, which dates. Oh, okay. Which that's what I heard, and I was like, "Oh God, I know this song," only because I had just heard. Oh, it's that's an cool. old folk song that dates back to the late eighteen hundreds. That's one of those just a, a a real, honest to God, traditional folk song that they cannot trace it back to its origins. Yeah, and so many people have covered and slightly changed. Yeah, which is the, uh, the nature of that kind of it, because it goes uh, the version in the show goes, "My girl, my girl." 
Uh, some versions are black girl or black girl, don't lie to me. Um, and there's just several different versions of several different stanzas that get changed out. Um, but even so much as Kurt Cobain covered this song. Jeez. And it's just been covered over and over and over. And I suggest to anybody, go look it up. It's a really cool song. You can find it on YouTube and all the different versions of it. It's just, just the fact that the song came on, I was like, I just learned. I understand that reference. I get this. And I was, because, okay, because the idea of, um, because it's, uh, the song goes, my girl, my girl, don't lie to me. Where have you been? And she Mm -hmm. responds with in the pines in the pines. Uh Um, the idea of in the pines is, um, I've, I've been away. I've been reflecting on because her husband's been killed and decapitated. Oh God. And so she's been reflecting upon that. So she, uh, so in the pines is just, I've been away. Um, dealing with feelings, <laughs> feelings with a capital I've been, F. I've been feeling things. <laughs> so so that's kind of the idea of the song. And so to, to use that song in the context of the end of the show, this yeah. particular episode was just like, I get that reference. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So that's why they use this particular song in the yeah. pines. You hear some just random shit on NPR. I know that was just some real random, uh, yeah. random shit that just happens to coincide with. And I was just sitting there in my bed like, going, what the hell? Cause I watch TV in my bed, by the way, sometimes <clears throat> little thing about me. Um, cause I have nobody t- surprised by that TV in my room. Sometimes you just don't want to get out of bed. Um, and it just blew me away. Yeah. So that's awesome. So yeah, like I had a lot to say about this episode. I wanted, I guess I, you, you know me, I always want wanted more. more of the backstory. Um, I enjoyed it because it prompted me to go look into more the, of the backstory. And you same, did too. Same. Cause I finally was able to, I was afraid to look too deep into this stuff, but I figured they killed him. So it's safe now. Yeah. Again, I've I could, been I could go on a sitting, Wikipedia deep dive. I've been sitting on this information of him dying. Yeah. Since the beginning of season one, and you got so attached to him, I was like, "Oh God, I can't oh, tell shit. her." Shit, I can't, shit, and shit. I didn't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, like it's getting really old hearing people tell Shadow over, "Don't do the thing," and over, and it's there's no change. No, in he's, it, he's so. I don't understand why he, I don't see his motivation. So I don't like. You don't see him really questioning? Mm-mm. No. And we're pretty deep in. It's like his eyes are covered. Yeah. So like. It's like something's blinding him That's getting. This. That's feeling kind of stagnant. Well, um, and he has no character. He has no agency. He has no motivations. We get little glimpses of it sometimes. But then it just. And, and honestly, a lot of my problems with this show None of them are the actors. Well, the actors are I agree. fucking I agree. This amazing. Is not, this is not Ricky Whittle. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the way he's... It's like um, um, Ben McKenzie in Gotham. Yeah. It was never Ben McKenzie's fault that, yeah. that, was a ter- that Jim I Gordon was a terrible character. I firmly believe that that's just... Because Ben McKenzie can act. Yeah. Um, and, I, like, they're suffering with, so the, with, the, even, with the lack of Green and Fuller. Even in... Well, we had no, this is where we had no real showrunner. This is where the, sh- the show itself was literally falling apart. Yeah. Uh, with Neil Gaiman barely holding it together with, he was trying to get, do, he's, you know, he's doing good omens at the same yeah. time. This Bless is where he heart. was like, I'm not being a showrunner, had to step in and kind of be a showrunner. And be a showrunner. Um, so, but, uh, I mean, in the books, 
Shadow has so much more agency you, because you're you're in his POV, you're in his head. Yeah. And we lose so much of that into the translation of the show, and it's really just killing me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so I think I think that's where kind of my frustration goes in. But you are right. This is more narrative than we've gotten. I wanted like a thousand times more of it, though. Oh, yeah. If all of the episodes were this full of plot and actual story... But this whole season has just been so loosey-goosey. I don't know what the hell we're doing here. We're just pacing time. Plus, I find the mechanics of these quote-unquote pagan gods being supplanted by Christianity, that shit is fascinating to me. Oh, yeah. Because that's one of the huge premises of this American gods is that it's like, it's Odin. It's And you're just like, really? So, yeah. Yeah. And and you're seeing... uh, these American gods and we've seen, you know, how they've been supplanted by Christianity. Like you're talking about, they're again being supplanted by modern gods, which we even kind of, so they're fighting the battle again for and their we very see, lives. We see some of them like Easter. We saw her really playing into the Easter thing. Um, but not from the Jesus standpoint, the, com- it was from the commercial egg pastel she was she embraced the change like bilquist did though right so like i find that shit fascinating and that's what i'm not getting enough of oh we got none of that this season and again it's beautifully shot my god the directors the dps like everybody's doing an amazing job this shit looks awesome the actors are putting a lot of work in there's just it's a lot of flash and not a lot of substance for me yeah it's it's the lack of plot yeah real plot yeah that's really killing this season. Yeah. So. So, um, do we have feedback for this episode? We do. Um, um, but before we get to feedback. Oh yeah. How, how, gee, you might ask, how might I send you feedback? <laughs> um, the best way is email. You can email us at random podcasts at gmail.com. Or you can get us on Twitter at random or on Tumblr at random Please don't use that Please for don't messages. Use we really need to pull that out of our pimp session. We do. Um, but we don't know how. No. There's Facebook at facebook.com slash random tea podcast. And I will ask if you guys are enjoying this, um, if you'll go out to your podcast app of choice, be it iTunes or Stitcher. Although Pocket we Cats. don't call that anymore. It's it's Apple Podcasts. It's not iTunes anymore. Whatever. You'll pry that from my cold dead hands. Whatever. Um, and leave us a rating or review. Um, that would be cool. Paperclips, um, we have stars, a, yeah. whatever the review. We haven't asked for that in a while, is. and we don't have many. No, especially we on this don't. One. And that's uh, it's it's your reviews that help other people find us. Yeah, we're are we number two? In American Gods, we've always been number two. Yeah, that's bizarre to me. If but, you just okay. do a search on the not iTunes, apparently some of them complain that they're that. lower ranked <laughs> because we have less reviews, and yet we're still number it's two. Hilarious if you do a search for American Gods on the not iTunes. Yeah you'll see that we are second in line, which is pretty cool. So I wish I liked it more. (laughs) I feel (laughs) bad. But uh, also if you, you know, you do that, but you're like, but Queenie, I want to do more for you guys. How else can I support you? You can buy us a coffee on coffee.com. K-O and then hyphen F-I. Yeah, there's a link to it on our Facebook page, and it's pinned to the top of our Twitter page, Twitter, Twitter patient. Um, Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like three bucks. Yeah. Or you can go straight to our website at randomtpodcast.com. There's a 
but throw money Bunny at Rose us. Throw money at us. Yeah. And uh, we're actually coming up on our renewal time for Yay. our domain name that and shit ain't our, free. our unlimited um, hosting. So you can listen to all of our podcasts right off of our all website the all the time, going all the way back to God, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Way back in the day. Back when that was good. Back when the show was good. And that was, it's been canceled for what, two years now? Yeah, two or three now. And we, uh, way yeah. back in the day. All that's on there. Both seasons of Agent Carter are still out there. We're starting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week. It comes yeah, out. Season six comes out. Uh, this week. So I'm actually kind of excited to I see that. Too. I am too. Um, so, and we're going to be, we promise we're going to do sh- uh, sharp objects. God, yes. I am so close to getting this house sold. Yeah. Um, if anybody follows me on my personal socials, I'm trying desperately to sell my father's house and we're so close. We're like a week and a half from closing. God, you've put so much, ha- you've had to put so much brain space into that. Six months of, of just. And I will say the one thing, as we watch some of sharp objects, it is not. Like, you have to pay attention. Yeah. And I needed the bandwidth to pay attention to it to yeah. order to do a podcast in yeah. the um, agency. So, so um, that is coming. That is coming. Stranger Things season three is this summer. Strong Gear Wait for that. July 4th, man. Uh, we will be recording for Avengers Endgame. Oh, God. We just saw it this last weekend. Go see it. Please, please, please send us your feedback on that. We have seen it now, so don't worry about spoilers for us. Yeah. Um, we want you and you guys who know us know that we're going to wait a couple of weeks because we want to see it another at least once, if not two more times. Yeah. So we try to give you guys time to see it and get process your thoughts it. in. I know. There's so much to process. So it's much fucking to un- long. Un- it's like yeah. three goddamn hours long. So much to unpack. Three hours uh, and 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's all. That's the housekeeping, I think. Yeah. So feedback. Uh, yeah, so we've got um, quite a bit. Of, no, I say quite a bit. We've got several feedbacks. Uh, Michael, who still don't know how you got screener episodes. We're not jealous or anything. Michael's magic. He is. He is magic. I have artwork that I need to <gasps> Ooh, share yes, with you. Oh, yes, you do. Bitch, you didn't bring that. I keep forgetting. <gasps> you have to come to my house. Oh, no. That's or I'll bring horrible. it uh, Sunday if you remind yay, me. Yay. If you remind me. I probably won't, but okay. I mean, I won't either. It's sitting in a location in my house that I, it's not a place that I It's not to right look. next yeah. to, yeah. I need to move it. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anywho, hi, Michael. Michael says, uh, says I, I really didn't need episode seven killing of one of the characters I actually liked. Yeah. Although if they stick with the rules they established in episode six, that suicide is the only death a god can't come back from, then maybe we'll see Sweeney again. Yeah. Because gods come back. That is true. That is true. Even though I knew he couldn't kill Odin, I have to admit I was rooting for him to succeed. We were, we're all rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. No, you're right. I was too. The Mad King story was interesting to watch, even even if I'm not sure which was the quote unquote true version of events. I'm not a churchgoer, but a sermon from Bilquis might convince me to attend. Oh, yeah. honey. No, I think I think that was kind of the thing as they all were. They oh, were yeah. all kind of variants on the same thing oh yeah 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 uh i'm trying to struggle through several different okay so this oh this is actually kind of pre-back no yeah half and half okay um this is from i'm gonna call you tegan because you didn't sign the email but that's the name on the email yeah or on the the email address cool says hello ladies 
Hello. I know last week you were questioning the whole point of the Donar arc. So was I. And this week I'm questioning this the point of life. <laughs> I'm questioning the point of life yeah. without Mad Sweeney. I mean, you're right. Melodrama aside, I think this is the best episode of the season. You're right. You're right. Shame it came off the back of one of the worst episodes. I thought about writing in last week, but I didn't have much to say. Nothing good to say anyway. Hey, if you have to have, say bad things. That's fine too. Say bad things. But Treasure of the Sun was amazing. I'm not sure what to make of Sweeney's death. It felt inevitable ever since he lost his coin. But at the same time, it's hard to imagine what the show will be like without him. Yeah. You're right. Was Sweeney's death part of Wednesday's plan all along? I don't think so because I think he was using Sweeney to be a tool. I think and he's, he could have been a useful tool. If yeah, he would I have, think. Yeah, I think if he'd wanted Sweeney dead, he would have. Yeah, been dead already. Shit, he would have staged it to look like World did it and been like, "Oh, Mad Sweeney oh, would have loved this." Oh yeah, yeah, give him some battle yeah. or something. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. yeah. Wednesday said himself, "If he's on his last legs, he's in the right place." Ideally, Wednesday would want Shadow's luck for the war, but without the lucky coin, he's a liability. Well, I'm glad Sweeney found his battle. Thanks, Laura. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Hell, I guess. <laughs> I can't help. <laughs> I can't. Sorry. Jesus. Hell, I guess is a, a deep cut. Deep cut. Uh, I can't help but wonder if it was all in vain. Wednesday mentions earlier in the episode that every soul Gunnir takes is a tribute to him. Does his death only make Wednesday stronger? Yes. I would say yes. I would if he was still wielding the spear. The but spear Wednesday is in the says every soul Gungnir takes is a tribute to me. Oh, yeah. He says that. So it is. So. But I think as the last fuck you for even if, you know, that makes you a little bit stronger, you don't get your spear okay. anymore. Well, hold up for the, the question here. Oh, okay. Says, Does his death only make Wednesday stronger or was Wednesday too weak of a charge? I don't know that it does. I, I think, again, I would love to know more of the mechanics of how this shit works. Um, I think even You're if... You're not going to get that. I know. Even if it did make him a little bit stronger, I kind of associated with it... Maybe it made Gungnir stronger. Not necessarily Odin. Well, Gungnir's, and so a, now an, he anatom can't, Gungnir's an inanimate object. Yeah, but now he can't wield it. So. Well, no, he can't. Yeah, um, I mean, when I get further into the email, it talks about that too. But in my opinion, since you asked, um, I think of all, in, in my mind, this worshiping that everybody does, this is how they get their powers. Um, I think of it as like food. Yeah. Um, so like when Billquist absorbs her, it's it's feeding her. It's, yeah. She, it, it, uh, Sustaining. Sustains her, her power so she can do whatever magic she does. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's when people, Gungnir takes a soul. So maybe this was a cookie. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to a steak. Yeah. Do you see my, you think how he still that, got something from I think he got a little something, something, but okay. not a lot. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, they go on to say, regardless, I'm glad Sweeney got the last laugh by taking Gungnir. Yeah. Wednesday looked legitimately pissed off by that. Yeah, and did. I'm curious to see how they go about retrieving it. Sweeney told Shadow how he retrieves his coins twice now, and Laura herself has been through the horde. Maybe they are the only ones who will be able to retrieve it, question mark. If they can even retrieve it, I say. Yeah, that's a big if. If that's even possible. That's a big if. Holy hell, what if he comes back as a three-foot leprechaun? 
Oh just like God. the one from that 1993 slasher movie with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, God. I'm the leprechaun. Oh. <laughs> if that's the case, I'm okay with him staying dead. Yeah. I have so many thoughts and questions about this episode, but too many to write in a single email. Hopefully some of them will be answered in the finale. They won't. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this episode this week. Can't wait to hear your insights. Yeah. Well, thank you for writing in. I think that's the, I don't know if that's the. I think it is. The first that's time. That's the first We've heard That's from That's awesome. Them. I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. cool with that. Uh, what is this? Do, 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 do. Okay, this is, I think this is from, this is about episode six. Yeah, okay. This is uh, David from Tennessee. Okay. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I think episode six was my favorite so far for season so two. So we've got the dichotomy. <laughs> but this was, bef- I think, this before is seven? pre seven because I don't think you. Do you think we seven. missed this last? Sorry if we. No, this was after we'd recorded. Oh, I think okay. this was like the day after we recorded. We got oh, this. you're right. It did come in. Okay, because I saw that and thought, okay, I hope we remember that. We did not. Uh, I like the two self-contained arcs of Donar and the coat caper. And Wednesday's signing was a pretty was pretty great. I'm getting tired of Mr. World and the New Gods. Yeah. I feel like they have the James Bond villain problem of lots of talk and empty threats. Yeah. Question about what Shadow was doing as the fake Secret Service officer. When he was talking about knowing the money is fake, I think he rubbed his thumb on the bill and shined a light. Did that actually do something to fool the clerk, or did the clerk just pretend he could see the forgery? I think the clerk pretended to see the forgery. Because that was the whole thing. He made he made a huge point of uh, Wednesday had the money. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't going to f- spend it on fucking dwarves. Oh, hell no. So, like, yeah, I think they legit used... Uh, real uh, Wednesday's real money. They just you know pulled the whole like oh they're really good and the, yeah and you know it's 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 within human nature to be like oh, I totally see it I'm in on it too. Um, so yeah, I think that was just a fast one. And God, that's confidence game one hundred and one. Okay, this is from Jonathan Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay. Uh, he was the one who was talking about Laura. Okay. okay. To answer your question for the most recent podcast. Uh, why well, I still personally watch American Gods. Okay. It is because the show is completely unique. There is nothing like American Gods on TV in terms of its core storylines and characters. We've had countless shows about cops, doctors, and lawyers, so much so that it seems as if Hollywood executives are constantly trying to recreate the wheel. Of course, we have our share of adventures in space series, mafia tales, family comedies, and as late, countless episodic TV centering on superheroes and zombies. you right. Okay. You, you, got, you have a point. But a high-concept show based on a brilliant novel about old gods with waning worshippers and abilities to try to cope with life in America while simultaneously being pulled into a conflict with newer, more powerful deities? Well, that ain't something you see every day, and that type of originality makes it feel fresh. Okay. Okay, you have a valid point. If you haven't, I do suggest you read the book. Yeah. It's so much better. I'm going to once this whole thing is over. Okay. You should. I'm not allowed to well, right I've, now. Well, I've got the audio. Yeah. Who narrates it? Uh, George Godot, who does a lot of Stephen King books. Cool. Uh, he does the Dark Tower series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, done. He's him. done a. Um, he's done a a, a a Preston Child one before too. He's I think. good. He did the whole Dark Tower series. Cool. He was really good. Uh, it goes on to say, yes, there have been problems in the second season, but I braced myself for that going in. I pretty much decided to give the show's flaws somewhat of a pass because of all the behind-the-scenes turmoil that had been inflicted upon it the following the first season. That's fair. Yeah. It's a minor miracle the show got a second season of any competence. I mean, it kind of is. You're right. It hasn't exactly been brilliant all the way through. No, it hasn't. 
But even during so-so episodes, there have been terrific scenes and moments unlike anything else out there. And while the characters aren't always consistent or at times can be viewed as being stuck in place, I find myself fascinated with them nonetheless. I like them. Oh, I read the book by Gaiman. Okay, oh, so you have you go. read the book. Good. Uh, so I'm impressed how these characters have been reinterpreted for the small screen, and the cast that brings them to life is extraordinary. Oh, the cast let is badass. Me add, the look of the show is still top notch. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful to behold. But my, yeah, and it's like I've said, I, I feel that it's lacking a little bit of substance and a, and a lot of style. Really pretty, and I will say, like you see the actors. They're so cool to each other on Twitter. Like, they're really supportive. Like, after this oh, episode, yeah. there was an outpouring for Pablo. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Bill Quist is, is all up on there, you oh, know, yeah, congratulating co-stars. The New Gods are, are really cool. And, of course, we know Orlando um, is no uh, stranger to social media. No. He liked one of our posts once. He did. It was a big deal. <laughs> he got a, on He got on Tumblr in like, what, 2013 or something? Oh, yeah. 2014. It was one of our Sleepy Hollow posts. Yeah, it was one of our Sleepy Hollow posts. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, based on what I can see on social media and YouTube videos and podcasts, a bunch of folks have dropped the show, although some yeah. of that can be blamed on nearly two-year wait in between the airings of the first two seasons. Yeah. I'm sticking around, especially when I get rewarded with episodes like the recent outing, Treasure of the Sun. I still can't wait to see which direction the show goes. Uh, he goes on to say, a few weeks ago, I sent an email to you about which I was trying to make an argument about how much Laura cares and made mention of the name Audrey, a woman Laura was forced, forcing to tag along with in her Back from the Dead adventures. The two of you indicated you didn't remember the character and thought it was a typo. And he's absolutely right. I did forget to clarify. Audrey was the wife of Shadow's best friend. She's the one who wanted to have revenge sex with Shadow in front of her former husband's grave. I did. Like, I had amnesia. I totally just I had, like, brain amnesia. Out. Yeah, it was, like, two years ago. So and thank you for yeah, reminding. Yeah, totally. Because I, when I first read like, this, I was like, who the fuck is Audrey? Yeah, and I read the scene, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for reminding us of that because, you know, we may not be perfect. May? But we perfect. I mean, <laughs> I, I know everything. I just can't remember it all at once. Uh, sure. I'll, let's go with that. I think I've got... Is there one more? One more. This is from Kim. Okay, cool. Who, uh, speaking of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Back in the day. Uh, hello, Queenie and Janya. Hello. This was a good episode for Pablo slash Mad Sweeney to go out on. He got a better send-off here than in the book. Yes. I... Although I kind of could almost see, because, okay, so in the book, um, Mad Sweeney comes to Shadow, uh, once again begging, he needs his coin, he needs his coin. Right, right. And he's like, I'm fucked, and he rolls his shitty cigarettes, and it's uh, snowing hard, and it is well below freezing outside, and Mad mm -hmm. Sweeney just, just goes off, and... Um, Shadow is called by the cops the next day to come and pick up this body. Under and it's Mad Sweeney. He has frozen frozen to death um, with a bottle of the so Irish whiskey. They kind whiskey. of did that a little bit. So I could almost see this episode as being slotted in between all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, he got a better something in the book. It was interesting and kind of sad that he seemed to blame Shadow for so much when he clearly understood that Wednesday was the puppet master. I think he was just frustrated by Shadow. I know he blamed Shadow for the loss of his coin, which resulted in his falling from Wednesday's favor, but if he had not engaged in a pissing contest with Shadow, he would not have lost his lucky coin. That is a true statement. All true statements. 
Aside from Sweeney, I can't tell if the failure of so many characters to ask the right questions is a choice to enhance the dramatic impact or if what we see reflects behind-the-scenes turmoil. Are we supposed to think that Ibis the Jinn, Anansi, Chernabog know more than we do? No, Shadow and Bilquis know nothing. I just wish things were a little clearer. Yeah, samesies. So, I mean, yeah. Kim knows how to watch these shows. She's Yeah, she does. She's looking. She's asking the right questions. Well, how is it that, I mean, do they know something we don't know? Yeah. As an audience? And that's entirely possible. That's very impossible, so. That is, I believe, all the feedback we have. Okay. All right. Uh, next episode is, is it for this is season. Is the finale for this season. We know season three has been uh, renewed. Greenlight, we yep. no idea. On time frame. No clue. But I know they do have a new showrunner. We can talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.